Hi everyone, welcome to OCBC Insights. This is Ziti from OCBC's credit research team. Recently, we have seen many new measures to help REITs and their tenants navigate the operating challenges amid COVID-19 outbreak and the implementation of the circuit breaker. MAS announced on the 16th of April that it is raising the aggregate leverage cap to 50% from 45% with immediate effect. This change would provide the S-REITs with greater flexibility to manage their capital structure, which includes taking on more debt financing. Broadly, we expect aggregate leverage of the REITs to creep up and settle at a new norm, given REITs have historically maintained a 5 percentage point buffer to the leverage limit, we see the new norm at 40-45% to 45% region. While these change signals potential of higher financial risk for the REITs as a sector, we expect managers of the REIT to continue to practice prudence and financial discipline to maintain the trust of investors and investors' trust in the sector. MAS also gave REITs further flexibility by deferring the implementation of a new minimum interest coverage ratio of 2.5 times to 1st January 2022, as interest coverage ratio may come under pressure in the near term due to the COVID-19 outbreak. IRAs too have extended support for the REITs through an extension in timeline from 3 months to 12 months for the REITs to distribute at least 90% of the taxable income earned in financial year 2020 to their unit holders to qualify for tax transparency. This change gives the REITs the option to defer or suspend dividend payment in the short term and retain its cash. We view this change as credit positive because REITs have typically distributed part of their income to unit holders and as a result have low cash reserves. Apart from these changes to help REITs tie through this difficult period, the government have also implemented measures to help tenants. First is the property tax rebates to property owners who have been mandated by law to pass on the rebates in full to their tenants via reducing rent or an outright payment to their tenants. These benefits tenants and properties owners are no worse off. Next, the COVID-19 Temporary Measures Act came into force earlier this month to offer short-term relief to businesses and individuals who are unable to fulfill their contractual obligations because of the pandemic. REITs cannot terminate the lease agreement and engage in another agreement due to non-payment of rent by tenant or pursue legal actions against their tenants such as court and ease of insolvency proceedings for up to six months from the commencement of the Act, though the six months period can be shortened or extended by the Ministry of Law more than once. As such, we expect non-performing tenants from the retail sector in particular to continue to see on the REITs books until expiry of the leases is up or till the Act no longer applies. While this is for the benefit of the tenants, we think REITs run the risk of having tenants who are unable to pay rent as they come due. Retail REITs in particular have also been supporting their tenants through rental relief on top of the government measures mentioned. Overall, this is a trying period and we expect retail and hospitality REITs to be more vulnerable relative to office and industrial REITs. With that, we have come to the end of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.